Welcome to the Iceland with Kids podcast. We're sharing the best tips and tricks to help you plan an amazing vacation to Iceland. Your host is Eric Newman, the founder of Iceland with Kids. Eric offers custom vacation plans and personal tour guide services for families visiting Iceland. Check out all of the details at icelandwithkids.com. Here's Eric and the Iceland with Kids podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Iceland with Kids podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about seven different things you can do with babies and toddlers when you're visiting Iceland. So seven things for episode seven. Uh, Two quick things before I dive into the list of seven things. One is that if you don't have babies and toddlers, these are things that you can do with anybody. So this isn't a list of things you can only do with babies and toddlers. There's no babysitting here or something else that would only apply to very young children. These are things that you can enjoy with anybody of any age. So this may also help you if you're looking for less active things, things with older people as well, with grandparents maybe. And so, But these are things you can do with really with anybody of any age. The second thing I'll mention is that these are things that you probably don't want a stroller for. These are somewhat active things. And so I do recommend having some sort of a baby carrier, front pack or a backpack for a small child for these. Uh, we had a front pack for our baby. Maybe a backpack is okay for a toddler or for a toddler, probably just walking would be okay as well. These aren't sort of overly strenuous, uh, but you probably don't need a stroller for many of these. You don't want to have a stroller for many of these. All right, let's jump into our list of seven things to do with babies and toddlers in Iceland. The first thing I recommend you can do with babies and toddlers when visiting Iceland is to visit one of the country's local city thermal pools. Notice I said city and local there. I didn't say visit a fancier pool like the Blue Lagoon, for example. The Blue Lagoon, kids under two can't even swim there. But if you find a local city pool, um, it's much less expensive. You'll meet lots of friendly families there. You know, this is a place that local people take their young children to as well. And actually, that's a theme. There's a couple of the places I'm going to mention where you'll find many locals are going there and, and not as many tourists. You can pick the, the pool that's closest to where you are. Um, Reykjavik has over a dozen pools in the town. And every town, I mean, just about every town in Iceland is going to have their own local thermal pool, which they're going to be very proud of. And they're, they're pretty impressive as well. It's a, a common pastime for Icelanders to swim any time of year in any weather in the geothermally heated water. You'll always find a um, kid's hot pot. They may not call it a kid's hot pot. And this is just a hot tub. They'll have a hot tub that's at around 36 degrees Celsius. It's about 97 Fahrenheit. This will be the coolest temperature you'll find. And you'll find many of the kids and families there in this cooler, but still very warm hot pots. You'll often find a kiddie pool as well. This will also be probably around 36 Celsius. And there may be some you know, spraying water features, maybe some you know, fountains that are spraying water. There may be some built-in toys or maybe just a, a larger area that's not really a hot pot, it's still a pool, um, but just a m- much larger warm area for kids to play in. You'll meet lots of friendly locals. Um, we had a woman in the changing room with my wife who offered to hold our baby for my wife while she was getting changed. Uh, we also met some people from Finland. I think they were from Finland, but working in Iceland at the time with their very young child. And we sat with them in the hot tub and chatted with them. So it's a great way to meet the locals. It's something the locals do. And it's something you can enjoy with kids of any age, any time of year, even in the middle of winter, even if it's snowing, you'll still find the locals. You have a cold walk to the to that hot pot for a few seconds, but once you're in the water, you're nice and warm, and hopefully your kid will love it as much as you do. 
Number two on my list is to visit Vidi Island. This is often spelled Vidi Island, V-I-D-E-Y, but it has one of those thorn Ds in the middle. Uh, so it's pronounced as the Vidi Island. This is an island just off the coast of Reykjavik, and it's actually a city museum, believe it or not. The island is a city museum. You can buy a ticket for it, just like you'd buy a ticket for any other museum in Reykjavik. In fact, there's a city pass in Reykjavik that gets you into many museums, and Vidi Island is one of those museums. It's about a five-minute boat ride, um, which I think is just perfect for kids. Um, a young kid who maybe hasn't been on a, a boat ride before, you're not sure how they're going to handle it. This five-minute ride, maybe even less, three or four minutes, is probably the perfect length. You can see where you're going when you start. And there's the island we're going to. Here we go. And even a kid who's scared of the boat, it's such a short ride, you're probably going to be okay. Once you get there, um, there is a restaurant. You have to walk up a, a fairly steep hill, a lot of steps to get up there. But then you're on the flat area. There's a restaurant there. The restaurant is pretty expensive, but you can eat there if you want to. You can also bring a picnic lunch with you. There are picnic tables there. There's hiking you can do. Um, you're going to have a pretty long hike if you have a kid in a, a, a back carrier. You can probably go visit uh, some of those uh, sites. You can see there's a couple of, of art exhibitions there or art exhibits there. Um, one has some posts sticking into the ground at different heights, which is kind of interesting. It kind of rolls with, with the natural rolling of the land. And the other is the imagined peace tower, a uh, piece of art created by Yoko Ono in memory of John Lennon. Um, this is a light that shines straight up in the sky uh, at night in the wintertime. You can see it from Reykjavik. But of course, if you're on the island and it's daytime, you're just going to see sort of the base of it, which you know, has words in many different languages. It's not as exciting, but if you want to see it, you certainly can. But I think it's fine to just go, um, take the boat right over, hike up the hill. You can sit and have a picnic lunch, walk around a little bit and catch the, the, the next boat back. I think it's a great experience for young kids and families. Number three on my list is the tour called Into the Glacier. Now, this is a conditional recommendation. It's expensive. It's in the middle of nowhere. It takes a lot of time. If you want to do a trip from Reykjavik, you're driving almost two hours to get there. The tour is a couple hours. And then if you're driving back, that's most of a day and a lot of time in the car for a very small child. But it's also the most adventurous thing I know about that you can do with a baby in Iceland. So kids of any age are welcome on this tour. Uh, we took ours in a front pack. Uh, it was cold, so make sure your baby is bundled up, right? You're going literally inside a hole they've bored inside a glacier. And so the temperature is just a couple of degrees over freezing, above freezing. And so it's maybe two degrees Celsius, maybe 34, 35 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. The glacier is melting, unfortunately, and so it's dripping cold water, cold drips on you as you go most of the year, at least during the summertime. Um, but it is really an amazing experience. Um, you have to park at a, a, a hotel, Hotel Husafel, and then you take a, first a sort of, you know, just big bus thing to get there. But then there's a second sort of glacier bus, if you will, that takes you up the side of this glacier to the entrance. And that's a pretty adventurous ride. And then you're walking around inside these tunnels they've carved inside this glacier. There's a throne you can sit in. There's different areas you can go to that give you a tour. Um, this is something that I don't know if the baby will enjoy it, but a, a toddler certainly might think it's really cool. But if there are older people in your group who are interested in going on more adventurous tours, this is one you can take. Your baby can go with you, which is pretty unusual. Most of them are going to be six and up, 10 and up. This one is zero and up. If you want to go into a glacier, here's your chance. Number four on my list of places to visit in Iceland with babies and toddlers is the petting zoo Slacky. Um, this is another one, just like I mentioned for the thermal pools, number one on my list. You'll find lots of locals here. You'll find the locals at Slacky as well. This is in the Golden Circle area, 
but the locals are avoiding a lot of the touristy areas in the Golden Circle. And visiting Slacky, you'll find people from Reykjavik, families from Reykjavik who come to get out of the city and go to a zoo, a petting zoo. Um, we really recommend this for kids of just about any age. Um, younger kids will love the animals. Um, there are opportunities, uh, certainly for toddlers, to go and maybe pet baby kittens or puppies or baby rabbits or who knows what else is going to be there on any given day. There's a little kid's playground area. Maybe playground isn't the right word, but there are little these little tykes, plastic cars they can get in and kind of use their feet to, to pedal around. Um, you know, kids maybe of even one or two, certainly two, I think would, would enjoy that maybe even younger. Um, if you have older kids with you, there are these diggers they can play on, these electronic diggers. There's miniature golf. Um, they're only open in the summertime, but really it's sort of a fun, family-friendly place with lots of things to, to do and see. I think little babies will love watching them feed the cows or just whatever's going on at any given time. There's lots of things to do and see, and I think that uh, babies and toddlers would really love going to Slacky out in the Golden Circle area. I'll take a short break here to say that if you go to icelandwithkids.com slash podcast and sign up, give us your email. Um, it's totally free and it'll always be free. Um, you can download uh, a printable page of pictures or just viewable on your computer, page of pictures of most of the the, uh, the topics that I'm mentioning here. So most of these things you can do with babies and toddlers, I show you a picture of it so you can kind of picture in your mind how it would actually work. And many of those pictures actually feature a baby or a toddler in them. So you can see that I'm not making this up, that there actually have been small children who have done, done these activities. While you're there, you can also check out information about how we can help you plan your Iceland, Iceland vacation or how I can even serve as your personal VIP tour guide when you visit Iceland, hopefully in 2021, but whenever travel opens back up again. Back to the podcast. Number five on our list is to visit another zoo, the Reykjavik Zoo and Family Park, which of course is in Reykjavik. This is different from Slacky because it's not a petting zoo, it's just a more typical zoo, but there's still plenty of things to see and do uh, for kids of any age. Uh, the zoo part is fun. It's not too big, but it's also not too expensive. Um, you'll find seals there. Those I think are the highlight for me right in the middle of this big seal area. You'll see the seals lounging around up close. There are horses and reindeer and other animals as well. And then you walk over a bridge and you get to the family park area. There are some free things there you can do. There's a water play area. There's a Viking ship that kids can play on. Kids who are old enough to walk around comfortably on it. And there's some other rides you have to pay for. You have to buy tickets. And those probably wouldn't appeal very much to younger babies and toddlers. But there are plenty of free things you can find as well. Um, the Reykjavik Zoo is also uh, walkable really close, uh, maybe a five minute walk or so, to a local city thermal pool, the Lagerdeslag thermal pool. I don't think I said that correctly, um, but hopefully it's close. A uh, pool is within walking distance. So if you did take a taxi cab out here, it's not really in the touristy area of Reykjavik. You have to work your way out. It's probably a 25 minute walk, but a very short bus or taxi ride or drive. Um, and you can hit the zoo and this thermal pool as well uh, in one day or certainly one afternoon. So this is a great option if you're in Reykjavik to visit the Reykjavik Zoo and Family Park. I'm going to get a little more adventurous for the last two items on this list. Number six is the amphibian boat ride at Yokel Sarlone Glacier Lagoon. Now this is more adventurous for two reasons. One is that it's a further drive from Reykjavik, right? So this is on the south coast, but it's almost on the southeast coast. You know, this is gonna be a five hour or so drive from Reykjavik. Um, and so 
that's a lot. And if you're doing all of Ring Road, you're going to pass right by. If you're not, heading out here means a lot of driving back and forth. The second reason it's more adventurous is that this is a longer boat ride. Uh, so it is available for kids of any age, zero and up, is listed on their website. But you're on this boat for about 25 minutes. Now, this amphibian boat, I call it a duck boat. Um, these are the boats that start off as a as a bus, I guess, or a truck uh, on wheels. And then they can drive right into the water, um, which I think kids of all ages should love. Um, it's a nice slow ride, a little bit noisy, uh, sort of an old loud engine on this thing. Um, but you're driving around on this this uh, uh, lagoon and uh, they're picking up ice for you to, to look at and taste uh, from this glacier lagoon. And it's a lot of fun. And it's not too crazy. The boat ride is very smooth. Uh, kids do have to wear life jackets. Um, and actually, I'll put a picture out. Uh, if you go to icelandwithkids.com slash podcast and sign up, you'll have access, free access to all of our freebies. In the freebie this week, I'm going to have a picture um, from when I was on this with my son uh, in the summer of 2019. And there was a little baby on, the, on this boat ride with us. And um, he or she had on this big life jacket almost swallows the baby up a little bit. I don't think the baby minded, but just be aware that your child of any age will have to wear a, a life jacket. Um, I should mention there are two different boat options at Yoko Sol Road. Um, one is this amphibian duck boat we're talking about, and the other is a Zodiac boat. The Zodiac boat is a much faster ride. It covers the whole you know water area. It goes really fast. Now, that is ages 10 and up, um, so don't get that confused. The Zodiac boat is the fast one. The amphibian or duck boat is the much slower lower one. And I should mention quickly, uh, just down the road, uh, just west of here, so a little bit closer back to Reykjavik, uh, there's another uh, 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 glacier lagoon called Fjallsarlón. Um, and that one has a much slower Zodiac boat ride. It's slower because it's a much smaller water body. And so they don't have to cover as much ground. Uh, so it goes much slower. That one's ages six and up. So you kind of have three levels here. The amphibian duck boat at Yokosarlón for age zero and up, and then those two Zodiac options for one for six and up, one for 10 and up. Um, and by the way, I'm pronouncing these words probably not that great, but maybe okay. I noticed both of those of those uh, of the glacier lagoons end in Sol Sarlon, S-A-R-L-O-N. Um, that means lagoon. And so Yokel Sarlon means glacier lagoon, and Fjall Sarlon means mountain lagoon. And so a lot of times Icelandic, the words sound terrible, but if you break them down, you can find a suffix that'll help you understand what's going on. Last on my list of seven, and by far the most adventurous, is the Ingolfshofti Puffin Tour. I'll say that again, Ingolfshofti Puffin Tour. Um, that word sounds crazy, but again, there's usually a suffix you can latch onto here. In this case, it starts with Ingolfs, that just means the thing belonging to Ingolf. And the second word, Hofti, means cape. Ingolfshofti. Um, this is a little bit of a crazy recommendation. Um, what it is, is about a two and a half hour tour, guided tour, where you go to an isolated cape to go see puffins. To get there, uh, it's through this sort of wet, slushy almost beach area. Um, you are pulled, and this sounds like a joke, but it's not. You're pulled by a tractor and you're in a hay cart behind it. Um, there's kind of one big bump at the beginning, but otherwise it's pretty smooth sailing. Um, and then when you get off, you have to climb up this a little bit slippery, sandy hill to get to the top. And then you kind of walk around. The guide takes you from place to place to go and see puffins and other birds. Um, 
It's available for kids really of any age. Um, they recommend five and over, but you can book it for kids of any age. And what I like is that they gave uh, some very uh, uh, specific guidance on what you should do with younger kids. They said, first of all, you shouldn't book ahead because if the weather's bad, you don't want to be stuck out there for two and a half hours if it's rainy or cold or just miserable. Um, and they also said, hey, they're not going to change change this tour for you. So you have to be able to, to keep up. So if you have a, a small baby in a carrier, though, I think you can handle this. The cart isn't really going up any steep hills. You walk up a steep hill, but the cart is on flat land. Um, on the way back, we saw families uh, who were smart and planned ahead and had food with them. We had one. We saw one that had a thermos of soup, um, and they were feeding their family, including a fairly small child, uh, giving them a nice warm soup to warm up on the uh, trip back home. So, you are stuck out there um, for the I don't know hour and a half you're out there um, by yourself, plus the half hour or so um, hay cart ride back and forth. Um, but if you have people in your group who are interested in doing this and seeing puffins up close and this is one you can take younger children children on you can email them to confirm you know the ages and also don't book ahead um, you can go over there and sort of book same day and make sure everybody is, is, is okay with your idea and um, these are also on the south coast they're actually a little bit west of the the uh, uh, glacier uh, uh, lagoons I talked about in the previous uh, in number six um, so they're not quite as far a drive uh, but definitely much more adventurous. So that's the last option and the one that is the most exciting um, and a little bit crazy, um, but I think you can do it uh, with toddlers especially. Thanks for listening to the Iceland with Kids podcast. For more information, check out our website at icelandwithkids.com or if you want help planning your Iceland vacation or even having me serve as your personal guide in Iceland, just send me an email, eric at icelandwithkids.com. Thanks for listening.